Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Hello. Oh, your voice Hello. sounds very caramelly today, Tom. Does it? Yeah. It might be the um, the pure caramel I drink before I come on. Delish. Mm, might be. Might be. I mean, might not be. You're, you're not that into sweet stuff, are you? No, but I'm. I realise now when I get a bit of a sugar low, um, you need I do crave a like a cake or something. I mm. I quite like. I do have a sweet-ish tooth. Um, I see you more as a savoury kind of guy. Bitter. Is that what you mean? That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A, a, mm. a bitter. A bitter, bitter, bitter. A bit uh, what does bitter... Does that mean please in German? Yes, I think so, yeah. That's how I see you. Please, please. And beer bitter. Dankeschön. Dankeschön. Yeah. Um, oh, Suze, have you been having a lovely week? What have I been doing? Yes, I had a nice bank holiday. I had the day off. Fancy that. Oh, Susie, having a day off, I find sometimes quite challenging. What did you do? Um, my mum came. Oh. So it was it was filled with mum, Auntie Jack. Oh. oh. And uh, we just had a little mooch about. Did took you? the baby to the park. Had oh, right. There's a great cafe down the road that do a really nice quiche Lorraine. Is it Lorraine oh. or Lorraine? It's Lorraine, isn't it? Well, I, I always make it Lorraine, French. Lorraine. Would you? Lorraine. A yeah. quiche Lorraine. And yeah. that what was very said? nice. Very cheesy, which I'm very into. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um, lovely. lovely. Very what, nice indeed. With a bit of bacon in it. Yeah. Mm, delish. Yeah. yeah. I'm a villager now, aren't I? I live in a village. I'm basically a village. Course, the village I'm people. one of the village people. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Did people um, come up and say hi? Is it that sort of vibe in the village? Yeah, very much sort of like, hello, how mm. are you? You know, that sort that's of. You'd like mm. it. I like that a lot. lot the, the, I would say the age demographic, I would say the average age here is 67. Perfect. Maybe 64. I feel like it would be very much up your boulevard. Oh, yeah, I'd love lots that. Lots of people chit chat, lots of people with small dogs. Oh, that great. That sort of thing, Tom. Mm, lovely. Oh, I'd love that. I would you really, really love would. that. You really would. You must come. You simply must. Mm, I would, yeah. That's my dream, really, is to be a sort of 67 year old living in a village. I, th- I think people. that that's something that you can. You can have. Just it'll Maybe. be in a few years' time. Mm. It'll mm. be in around 27 years' time. Well, I've 28 always just loved time. 20, okay. It's <laughs> well, it's, it's, um, it's always one of those things that uh, I've always wanted is to live in like a community of some sort where people know each other. Like Midsummer. Yes, that sort of thing. Murders, <laughs> lots of amateur dramatics and real dramatics. Yeah. I mean, that sounds dreamy to me. Mm, mm. That's what I think. But um, we had a slumber party this week, didn't we, Tom? Oh, we did. It was so nice. You came to stay with me. I did. I loved it. I love staying at Tom's. It's so well, nice. Well, I haven't changed the sheets, Suze. So, so I can come back whenever come I back like. Anytime you like. But I did wash <gasps> the towels. Don't worry. I did wash the towels. Fine. Because um, you left them by the washing machine. With the, so thoughtful. Although I would have probably given them to someone else. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you stay with me. I wouldn't do that. You can guarantee um, clean, clean, clean towels, towels clean and towels. a clean bed. That's what they call that it. That bed is dreamy, Tom. Oh, it's like so a cloud. Nice. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Well, I like a soft mattress, don't I? I don't like any of that hard nonsense that people no. go for. No, it like was a... very pleasing. Oh, good. Loved it. Woke up oh, in the middle so... of the night, had a wander around your house. You did, <laughs> didn't you? I'm sorry I left, turned all the lights off. I feel like I should have left a little lamp I, on. I then turned a light on. It was fine. Yes, I suppose that's the thing with switches, isn't it? Yeah, you can turn... It wasn't like you'd cut the power. Mm, I should have done. (laughs) (laughs) Too right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Had a little mince around your house. Loved it. Oh, great. Oh, Watched nice. you sleep, just stood standing over there. Of course, of course. That's the, only, that's the way I sleep best. Being watched. <laughs> Being watched. Yeah. No, it was but so it was lovely. lovely. I loved having you here. It was nice. You went for a walk around the block. Yeah. Walk through the graveyards. Love looking, walking through a graveyard, Tom. Oh, yes. It's a nice graveyard there, isn't it? Yeah. Very I like peaceful. looking at all the names. Oh, yeah. There's some good names. Yeah. Uh, looking at all the names, seeing all the, seeing all the old fashioned. It's a very, well, it's a very old church. I think it's, it's the oldest bit is about a thousand years old, that church. Yeah, there was, there's a bit on the wall with lots of people's names on it. And I didn't know whether mm. that was, I couldn't quite work out what it was. And I didn't know if it was like all the names of people whose like graves might have been. Um, or is I'm it something sure. to do with the war? Or it might be cremation. I don't, it might uh, have been cremated and they're yes. actually scattered there. I don't That's know. That's very true, I'll Tom. Ask. I'll ask the But I, someone that was, the organist was having a, Oh. A practice. Oh, was? Was they? Were was they? they? <laughs> and they were. And oh. it was very charming. Bird singing. Ugh. Similar to where I'm living right now. Two old people on a bench said hello. I think they they could have been ghosts. They probably were. Oh, how nice. Good for them. Good for them. So difficult, isn't it, to find meaning in a day? What do you do? It's very difficult. Do you know, I've just finished a book called Conversations on Love. Oh, that sounds interesting. Uh, by Natasha Lunn, who I don't know. Um, not suggesting that I do know, because <laughs> you know how I'm friends with all the <laughs> Otherwise, authors. Otherwise, normally you won't read a book unless you <laughs> no, know I the won't. Well, I, I've only read your book. That's, it. that's I, quite right. That's the best way to be. <laughs> that way, you know. But, um, and that's mainly just to see if I'm in it, you know. Mm, but I wasn't right. in this book. And, that, and I think it's mainly because I don't you know. You read all of it. No, I don't mean your book, love. I mean oh, the book sorry, I read. this one. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, I thought you haven't, you haven't read all the new one. No, I'm no, but I also don't chapter. expect a whole chapter, whole chapter just about character me. assassination. Yeah. <laughs> so she started wearing suits and ties. I can't abide it. When would this woman leave me alone? She hounds me. She's upstairs right now. No, no, not at all. Standing over me while I'm sleeping. Why? Um, it's a book about the different kinds of love that you have in your life and how. I mean, I'm really going to sort of like do a ham-fisted version of what it's about, but I finished it last night and I really enjoyed it. Ham-fisted is actually it. My, my book about love. But is it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's your grinder name. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Too many vegans. Too many vegans. Yeah. So, um, but it's about how sort of love and suffering go hand in hand. Oh, and You don't really have action. one mm. without the other. Mm. And it's about sort of the highs and lows of life and it's conversations with people who have loved and who have lost and who have, uh, you know, and about for how friendships are love and how, you know, some of the some of the book is about sort of romantic love and how that's important in one sense and then how some other people would just prioritise friendship and how, you know, in our society that's not really mm. seen as, as important, but it really is. And so she yeah. speaks to people that have friendships that... that not necessarily replace their romantic love, but they, they don't necessarily feel a need for it on top of that. And right. and how love changes and how love changes with your parents as you get older. I really enjoyed it. And What's that's how I'm finding meaning in a day at the moment. I'm trying to really be in the present. Oh, seriously. What do you think so, about that? Well, I'm, I, lo I love that. And I think that's such a, what an interesting insight as well. Um, I think that, um, that's very impressive. Do you, do you find that's a challenge though, living in the moment? Because I think sometimes when people say living in the moment, I just get drunk because I go, that's what I want to do now. <laughs> Is it because you're like, make every moment matter? 
Make, and the yeah. best way it can matter is with a brand in my hand. Make every moment fun and silly. And then sometimes I, well, not always get drunk. Uh, but um, but I don't know. I don't know how to live in the moment, really. Well, I think it's for me, it's um, not having my phone attached to my hand. I see. Mm. It's 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 like as simple as that. It's it's right. like when I went when when I was at yours and I was like, right, I'm going to go for a little walk. And I had a podcast in, and then when I realised that there was someone like I don't know if they were practicing on the organ or what, but it was a, like so I could mm. half make out a hymn. I thought, and I was like, Do you know what, I'm going to take my headphones out and just listen. Oh, rather lovely. than because mm. most of the podcasts I listen to are about like the news and they're mm. dreadfully mm. sad. <laughs> mm. So I was like, why don't I listen to something just in the air? Just That's... be just be in the moment, and I'm trying to do that uh, on stage as well. Oh, that's good too. Which I think is, you know, when you watch someone that's like really in the moment, and they can deviate from their sort of prepared material. But you do yeah. that very well because you're yeah. very good at talking to the audience. Does that sound like a really wanky thing to say that I'm trying to be in the moment, or is that no, not at all? I think it's something okay. that people struggle with. Well, I know I struggle with it, and it gets bandied around mm. of like. Just live in the moment. When people put just before anything, I'm always irritated. But, mm. um, you, you know, it, it's we're not conditioned to live in the moment through mm. primal instinct and through through everything in our culture. It's kind of like, look at over there, look at over here and mm. look at... I talk to my therapist a lot about codependency. Mm. And um, I think that's a lot to do with basing your own... Uh, again, I'm ham-fisting this, but that's sort of basing your identity elsewhere, i.e., in the mm. in in the um in the feeling in the opinions of other people essentially yeah um so i think and you know i think essentially primarily we've always been like how we perceive threats and we worry about things to come and that's the human instinct isn't it a lot of the time to yeah of... but i think that can be part of it in as much as like noticing things for sure mm. do you know what i mean do you ever do that where you've like walked somewhere and you're like oh i didn't take any of that in Oh. So busy, like looking at yeah my phone or being on a call or doing something else. So I think I'm just trying to be a bit more like that. That's what I I'm think. I do, sometimes Tom. beat myself up because I'm not doing that enough, and then in I, not doing that enough, I do it less. I think it's like taking half an hour for you to go and play your piano. Yes, do you know what I mean like that can be it. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, I think actually art, whatever form it takes, whether mm -hmm. it's music, going to the theatre, going to a gig, watching yeah. a gig you know being part of something it just like you say fundamentally makes you put your phone down yeah because the phone is either emailing about something to come texting to apologize <laughs> <laughs> texting to say sorry i'm late sorry i'm late in the future which is in the future and the past <laughs> and um and then just sort of or, or going on social media to look at other people yeah and it's so yeah, it's so unnecessary, isn't it? Yeah. It's so unnecessary. So that's what I'm trying to do. Just oh, Susie, I'm so book. impressed. Well, do I don't know whether you ought to be impressed, Tom, because I don't know how well I'm doing it. No, but, but that's I'm just not, trying no, to that's not notice it. I'm mm. just trying to notice it a bit more. That's good. Because I'm like, what am I getting from all of these things? Well, that's very All of these external things. Well, I think that's a good wake up. And I feel like I've been having that a lot lately, that mm. sense of uh, what is... <laughs> it sounds very deep, everybody, but what is the point? Mm-hmm. Um, but like not in a bad way, but just like what are we? What is the? How do we find meaning in something? But this is a lot of what this book's about. 
Oh, right. I'm going to send you a copy. I would like that soon. I'm going to post you a copy, Tom. Get ready. Because um, I, I finished the last sort of bits of my um, book editing on Friday and sent it off. Oh, do you feel sort of a sense of relief now that it's done? Well, uh, yes, yeah, a sort of closure on that, but at the same time not. Um, but um, a sense of, yeah, that having a bit more sort of space where I'm not going... The book! Oh, the book, yeah, I want to make the book better um, all the time, which I think is a natural thing. But, um, but just sort of going, oh, and I've got a bit more space. But I mean, I mean, I think that's the thing, though, with creativity. Now, did I say this the other week on the podcast? Doesn't matter. No, I people, don't think so. People listen when they're asleep. It's fine. Mm. About never finishing. About the tennis, about the the, old, the tennis player saying, "Is this coming back to you at all?" <laughs> mm, go on, maybe. But I think art's very similar. There's a very famous tennis player. Joe something maybe from years and years and years ago who said Steffi Graf who said I never lost a match the time always ran out oh yes that's lovely isn't it did I tell you that before I might have told Um, you that already but you might have told me in person we do have conversations away from this podcast that's the problem we must stop that we must stop that we had a nice train journey didn't we Tom oh that was lovely that train journey lovely actually both ways actually but on the way back was very fun we had a nice chat with the um with the people on the Stuart, S- Stuart, Lorraine, and Callum. Yes, is that it? yeah. Well done, Suze. Yeah. Thanks. It's only because I really had to. I looked at their badges. Well, that's. I had a glass of wine, and then I couldn't really. I had two glasses of wine, Tom. Did you, Susie? Yeah. And then do you remember there was someone playing that? That was quite an in the moment point because someone was playing the piano in the station. And when we got in the taxi, we asked the, the <gasps> driver to play the piano. The, the, the rack true. two, as I believe it was, they were playing the rack man. Yes, someone was amazing at the piano at like midnight. At Euston, Euston, yeah, it was a real, it was a real treat actually. I thought yeah. it was rather wonderful. I kind of wish we'd, um, well, if we'd asked him about who, why he was there, we he would have stopped playing. <laughs> so, That's true. Excuse me, who are you? Stop. Just sorry. Stop a minute. Um, it was really beautiful, and of course, used extensively in my favourite film, Brief Encounter. Yes, of course. Of the third kind? No. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> and then, and then yeah. we, yeah, then we put it in the cab on the way home. It was so nice. Mm, was nice. Was nice. So was nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, so that was nice. But sometimes being in transit, I can find myself quite in the moment. Well, I think that it's a good way of being like no one can get hold of me. It's yeah. why you like long flights, isn't it? I love a long flight. Sorry, I'm in, on the plane. I'm like, can't I, I can't possibly answer, but now they've got bloody Wi-Fi on the plane. I hate that. No! Mm, don't like, don't care for that one bit. I just want to sit here and watch a David Attenborough documentary whilst I doze. Oh, would that be your go-to, a David Attenborough documentary? Um, I would probably go for a movie, a film at some point, and then I might go for something like a documentary mm. that I feel like I can dip in and out of. I mean, well, some people would probably say you can't, you shouldn't dip in out of documentaries. You should be taking them in. People but, like those, those nature ones, but I find them a bit depressing, especially when it's like an animal eating another animal. I don't. Find there that is a be- bit of that, but that does happen, Tom. I know. I just don't want to think about it. I just want it all to be like Disney. <laughs> what, where they're all like friends and dancing? Yeah, when they come in and help me make the bed, not when they get <laughs> you know eaten by a crocodile violently. But yeah, I mean, there are some that are. I mean, and also all of the David Attenborough ones at the moment are like. This is because of climate change. Look what you've done. Oh, yes. You're like, oh, but I'm not. I don't own Shell. 
Well, that is another... I mean, what do we think about that? Because I was getting really stressed out about the news, as I think a lot of us do tend to. But then, through various conversations, um, was pointed out to me, well, it, you, you know, it's not... Desire, it's not... The news isn't going, well, what are you going to do about soaring inflation? I'm like, I, d- I don't know. I can... Um, maybe I should speak to somebody. I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> it's not in my gift to control it. Um you know, like so many things in the news, it's like I don't know. I don't know what I can do other than try and just be aware of it. You know mm, what I mean? But the news yeah. sets it out as like, well, what have you done today about it? You haven't done anything, have you? You lazy. <laughs> do you think that's the problem with? I often feel like that about rolling news. The fact that we've mm. got rolling news and we've got it on our phones and we've got it, you know, that yes. it just means that. I mean, I don't know this, but like during wartime, presumably there would have just been like bulletins and like news twice a day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, and then round the horn and... Yes. Round the horn. Um, some sort of lovely play. Yeah, yeah some I sort of afternoon play about a soldier, probably. It's just, <laughs> it's, just it's really a four still now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it, I think, like, the constant... The, the fact that news is so constant now means that you don't actually have time to be like, and now I'm just going to live my life. Well... Yeah, I think that's I think that's very true, and I think like my dad would have been like, "Stop worrying about it. Just don't worry about. It. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> Just enjoy yourself. Live your life." It's kind of true, isn't it? But yet mm-hmm. the the nature of the news, and I suppose social media, where people kind of like uh, this, uh, this, yeah, this. It yeah. can feel a bit like, oh yes, I should be, oh, I should be um, across that as well. But maybe that's just apathy on my part. I don't know. But I don't know. Oh, I don't no, think I'm just, apathetic. I'm quite aware. No, I don't think you're apathetic. But I also think that I'm talking about this on stage a bit at the moment. You can only do what you can do in like your corner of the world. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't solve, you know, the the climate crisis, and I can't solve mm. the food of living crisis. All I can do is sort of make a donation or put on a comedy gig to raise some funds for something you know and I think that's the thing I think there's only so much that like you know you can do as much as you can Mm. you know but I think that the constant like dread of everything oh yeah it's just like well what I I, actually to be totally honest I find that I'm more use in in like putting on something or doing a show Mm. when um, raising funds, you know, when I'm actually not yeah. so uh, paralysed by watching yeah. the news. Well, I find um, it paralysing. I think that's the trouble, isn't it? And I think, um, like, uh, Graham Norton made an interesting point at the RTS Awards where he got clang. the big achievement award. Um, clang! But he said, don't, he said to television producers, don't give up on light entertainment Mm. because people need that to yes. give them the escapism so they've got yes. the strength to go back and deal with serious things. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it gets seen like that sort of flippancy and, and yeah. levity sort of seen as um, you're not taking things seriously. But it, in truth, I've always said comedy isn't about laughing at things. It's about um, sort of learning to deal with. It's le- learning to cope with things. It's but, learning, yeah. to, you know, do, some people joke for for laughter. Some people joke for survival. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's, 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 I think that's true, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I really agree with that about sort of light entertainment and then needing to be a, a like an off switch or yeah. a, 
reset button where you can be like, okay, I'm not going to think about the grimness. Well, but I feel like if I, like when I spoke to my nan, like nan was, mm. you know, she was there for, in Portsmouth for all of the war, which was very heavily bombed. And yeah. my granddad was away for all of it, served the whole mm. of the war. Mm. I mean, amazing that he made it back really. And, and, you know, when she would talk about what they'd get up to during the war, like, obviously there would have been days that would have been really frightening and it would have been really stressful and it would have been horrific. But also I feel like there was lots of joy Mm. Like she would talk about like going to the pub and her nan owned a beer house. Oh, there'd be wow. lots of people there and soldiers would come in and they'd always give them sort of, you know, a free half and they would oh. tell stories about where they'd been. And there was a real sense of sort of camaraderie and people coming together and people would put on little shows and, yeah, you know, that sort of, I don't know, I guess Blitz Spirit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quite literally Blitz Spirit. Yeah. And... I wonder if it's, I don't know, that it, that that is sort of what light entertainment is in having that hopefulness. Well, there's, yeah. There's a way out. Yeah, I think so. Otherwise. What's the fucking point? What's the point? You know, there's your, there's your meaning right there. On social media, I sometimes wonder the people who are very keen to share negative news. <laughs> you know, I sometimes wonder, is that? Because you really care about the news, just because you want to be a bit of a hero. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. You know mean? People like, that are letting us all know what they're doing and what they're up what, to, and yeah, how great they are. And I sometimes <laughs> that's very harsh of me, listeners. I'm sorry, um, but um, but sometimes, not always. But um, I think that was all, those that sort of voice has always been there as well. Like I think they're always like doom. Do, doomsayers, naysayers. Yeah, in the war I'm and, sure. And, you yeah. know, the, the sort of classic like air raid warden. Yes. <laughs> making everyone turn their light out and say, oh, they're not caring about the war effort. You know, people sort of shaming each other into suggesting they're not doing enough. Yeah, people Whereas have I, always, terrible yeah. people have always existed. That's what I want us to well, remember. I always thought that during the during the pandemic as well, the way people would be like, oh, I went to the park today. There were so many people out and they're they're clearly not all in the same household. And they're you're like, you don't know that. Like, no, you're in the park as well. <laughs> you're in the park as well. You're like, you don't know their situation. But everyone was like so keen. Like all those newspapers, like, look at all these people on the beach. And they showed it from above when they were like, actually, they were all spaced out, but they take it from low down where it looks like everybody's crammed on top of each other. And you go like, but you don't know what their situation is. Maybe they lost somebody to COVID and they treated themselves to a a day Day out to the beach. And it's all this like, look at them. How dare they? I can't stand all of that sort of voice. Yeah. I think it's so undignified. It's undignified there. And there's a meaning to have dignity, please. (laughs) Um, Isn't there so, a song called Dignity? Well, Whitney Houston, um, no matter what they take from me, they can't take away from my, my dignity. Dig- they, ca- they can't take yeah. away my dignity. Because the greatest love of all is the love inside With us oneself, all. For oneself, yeah. Yeah, for oneself, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the children are our future. Well, Unless they're really noisy in a public place. And then you think. Then I think, what sort of future is this? All these kids, where are they from? Some kids did get on the train actually last week. Do you remember that? You see, that's the thing. We we forget all the negatives, which is good. Actually, they were very well behaved. I think. At first I was like, oh God, oh God, we want to have a serious adult conversation here. And now we've got children screaming, but actually they were very well behaved. And then one of the little girls said to her brother who was watching something on the phone saying, turn that down. The other people don't want to listen to what you're doing. And I thought, yeah. well, I like her immediately. She should be prime minister. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> now, Suze, are we going to share a listener correspondence before we say goodbye? Oh, yes, of course. I'm thinking about getting um, not a burner phone. What are they called? Those phones <laughs> where they, you don't, they're not an iPhone. They just have, um, they're just like a, a, what are they called? Well, I was going to say, I think a burner phone is what drug dealers use, no? Ah, that's not what I want. No, sorry, made my mistake. Um, Always doing that, aren't I? But um, one of those phones where it's just an old-fashioned phone with texting and... Yes, I think that you should do that. I think that'd be very good. Be quite nice, wouldn't it, just to be out and about? Yes. Yes, I think that'd be very good. Sort of feel untethered. Any listeners tried that? Let us know. Yes, do get in touch if you've got a burner phone. Hi, Susie and Tom. I've only just discovered your blog, so I'm catching up on episodes. Oh, Tom. I love people calling it a blog. Mm. Needless to say, I love it. But the reassurance hotline episode needs a health warning. I nearly choked on my M&S cheese and pickle sandwich. I was laughing so hard. The less than congratulatory audience responses oh to your early gigs were absolutely hilarious. I think pickle might have come out of my nose. Your legends. Bye bye. Bye 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 bye. Oh, that's so nice. And that's from Devon, who says, I'm a woman, not obvious by the name. Thanks, Devon. I assumed it was from everybody in Devon. Well, so, I would hope to think so. Yeah. Oh, but um, oh, that's so nice. Um, oh, thank you very much, Devon. What a lovely name. What a um, lovely name. Uh, should we have one more? Let's have one more, Susie. Okay. Dear Susie and Tom, Will, your basic Clapham gay here again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very pleased to hear there was unanimous agreement on the use of voice-activated speakers at dinner parties from my last correspondence. Oh, oh hi, Will. Uh, thanks for getting back in touch. Great to hear from you. Just wanted to say, I had the enormous pleasure of seeing you both perform recently, both at the Soho Theatre. Love that place. Tom last month. And hilarious as always. Thanks for the compliments about my suit and suggesting that I was looking thin during the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the audience greatly enjoyed you trying to guess what area of finance I work in for Mm. a significant portion of the show. Works in finance. (laughs) <laughs> works in finance further confirmation of the basic mm-hmm. um, no this week I saw Susie in one of her work in progress gigs which was so funny I bought a date with me we were sat in the front row to your left if you notice I know exactly who that was oh. unfortunately oh. after this being our fifth date it didn't work out Susie oh. I won't hold you responsible for being mm. dumped ten minutes after your show gosh ten minutes <laughs> ten minutes <laughs> barely get up the stairs yeah that mm. is I'm so sorry mm. uh, dating can be tough work Mm. but back in the world of hinge i guess Mm. next month myself and a close friend forward slash colleague who's also an avid listener of the pod are coming to see you both host the real variety performance that's not the variety performance the royal one just so everyone's clear it would be amazing if you had time to say hello Mm. i promise that i won't turn into susie in front of mel c though as we're both such fans i've rambled you're both fabulous and always provide a voice of reassurance and hilarity in the most heartwarming way hope to get to see you soon will your basic clap and gay bye 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 there's a will there's a gay where's the where there's a will there's a gay yes oh, uh, there's the title of the, the episode mm. you're welcome will will um, thank you for getting in touch and well i'm so sorry that whatever happened at that gig oh susie the the, the relationship ended straight after uh, presumably I mean, I didn't even talk to them, but presumably the guy thought, Mm, I mean, he's (laughs) taken me to this, this lesbian banging on about her anxieties. Sure, she's funny enough, but... Please, everybody would be delighted. Tom, I'm literally encouraging heartbreak. That's fine. Is it? It's living in the moment. There you go. You've lived, you've loved, you've loved. Yeah, exactly. You know me, living, laughing, loving. Exactly. He He shoots... 
No, he leaves. What's it called? Eat shoots and leaves. Eat shoots and leaves. Uh, also, will yes, come find us. I'm sure there's be time to say hello. Mm, like do well we'd love that will and friend we'd love that will um, and, and friend forward slash avid listener um, right Tom we ought to go hadn't we we've been here yes dear we've been here for a week yes um, Thomas I love you Listeners, love you too. I love you. Great to catch up and um, I better dash but um, but you you've have a lovely day living in the moment and I, um, I know you've got a busy day as well so but listeners thank you very much for joining us and um, we'll speak to you next week okay Okay, bye. All right, bye. Bye, 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 bye,